like you're trying to get you're trying to get people who don't relate to our hair to relate to our hair to boost their sales. But what I will say is Pantene Gold is actually created by black chemists. Black women chemists. Yeah. Was in the kitchen cooking. That's the only one I've seen so far. I want to know who's on the who's on the payroll for like why they? These are the questions we got to start asking because yeah, we are your stakeholder. No, for real. We we are the ones that are keeping your business going. You know, we're spending our money. Let me know who is in the background preparing all this. There's only like you said, Pantene will reveal like oh we have black chemists, and I think they did it on purpose because now you know they They want you to know like hey we not we not on that trust. You know, and I mean at the end of the day, I'm always gonna be like, well, again, this is another gap. Black people take ownership. Let's start making our own products then. But yeah. at the same time, there's still just going to be some name brands that, you know, people just use. And so Absolutely. to build that trust with us, if you're listening out there, you know, you need to get us and put us on your marketing team. Because we're about to yeah. Right. Put us on the team. Because we test we, the products out. Right. Let, well, I'm gonna let you know if it works. That ain't going to work. <laughs> don't. I don't want to just test anything. You know, <laughs> test it on something else before you bring it to me. Right. But, right. Exactly. But, you know, no animal cruelty. Exactly. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> but at the same time. I, it's um, it, they need to build trust with us. It's like you just one year ago you were making relaxers. Now you're trying to make natural products. What yeah. you know? What I'm saying what, what, what change it? Right. You got the same people on that same team. Right. You got the same people. people. Yes. Yeah. And it's always it's just like, like hey guys, marketing. we're gonna just change our strategy. We're gonna do a little bit of natural hair products. So right. let's get rid of the chemicals. It kind of like reminds me of when um, Jane Moisture came out with that commercial oh. with the white. Yeah. Why you whisper? They can still hear But the you. white women. <laughs> what are you? What are you talking they about? Did, what commercial? They, did. Like, they came out with like, oh, we we um we cater to all types of hair types. We got the redhead. We got the oh, I the that. white girl with the blonde hair. And then we got we, got we the gonna brunettes. throw in a black girl. I'm gonna just throw remind you, we still throw do black it. people. <laughs> sprinkle them in. I love how they sprinkle just to let you know, like we still we still the do them. <laughs> and yeah. I remember they, they were the like formula. they were like so confused, like for the social media outrage because they were just like. You know, what do you mean? We're just trying to cater to all people. And I remember the first time I went to Target and I saw a white woman in the natural hair section. I was just like, what are you doing here? Why did it give you a migraine? Like, okay, we, you know, one thing I realized. I was about to one thing say I the real- same thing you're about to say. You know Go what I'm ahead. about to say? say it. I, hope, I hope I say what you think Me I'm going to say because if I don't, it's going to be a very uh moment. But the thing, right, the thing I'm thinking about is uh, there are... We weren't the only ones that were kind of subdued to straighten our hair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was pushed on us mm-hmm. the most. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I realized that even within the Indian culture, Ooh. they have like there yeah. are certain women mm-hmm. and men that have very wavy, curly hair. Like mm-hmm. to the point mm-hmm. I, I saw a video um, and a girl said she was wearing her natural hair out. And by the way, that's, <laughs> that's another I'm going to leave that conversation alone. But um, she was wearing her hair out. And it was curly, and and it was like it wasn't like a deep wave. It was like a maybe like a spiral or a curl, and people thought it was a wig. And she was like, "No, this is my hair, how it grows." But even in the Indian culture, because you know they also yeah. suffer through colorism and things of that nature. Yeah, that's definitely. not. I don't yeah. know if they talk that's about it, whole nother, but that's, that's a, a whole other thing. They don't think yeah. we see. I see it all. Girl, but, <laughs> I have a story about when I went to Alton one time and I saw an Indian woman. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. It was so bad. What? Say that, girl. She was two. she was literally trying to find. A foundation shade that was like white, like ivory mm. white, and I but felt so bad because the um the Ulta consultant was, Wait, was it for her. It was for her, and the Ulta consultant was like, "Uh, why don't we try more to the medium?" He was, she was like, "No, I want to go fair," and I was like, 
But was she was fair? No, she wasn't. No, she was like Michael. Different conversation. Right. And you know, I'm going to go back because th- I think there's another thing. Some of us are in denial. Um, yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> some Ooh. of us are in denial. <laughs> Come on. When it comes Come to on, our Jim. hair, I think there's some of us that are in denial. Oh, we yes. have expectations. like, And that's why I think YouTube, it is a great source to start off. But at some point in time, you got to venture out and do your own thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I, when people are on YouTube before going natural, they're already like, oh, I, I hope my hair is like that. I hope yeah. my hair when yeah. I go natural is like that. Mm-hmm. So when their hair doesn't, look like that when it starts growing out or You're even defeated. if it does exactly yeah, it's like uh wait a minute definitely this is not how natural supposed to be right this I is definitely not had those moments when i was like first really going natural because yeah. of the fact that it was just like because i never saw anybody else in my family with natural mm-hmm. hair except for my mom and then even then she did like the big chop when she went natural mm-hmm. and when she went big chop she just after she got her hair long, long enough hair she went back to sewing so i never saw anybody like with the natural hair so when i had to like go on youtube and like kind of do my own research and trying to find like see like you know what kind of hair stuff will work for my hair and it was growing out and I was just like my hair isn't doing that little cute little squirrely thing that everybody else is doing so like what, what I can I do, do with it and I just remember just getting so frustrated like crying because I was just like I don't know what to do with my hair my mom he said it looks like a bush I don't know what to do and it's I was just so frustrated I love so your sad. hair Oh, At one point, you had you the had color. The, when you first came, yeah, was, mm-hmm. the red, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so yes. nice. Thank you, yeah, girl. so nice. Thank you, thank you, thank I you. mean, shout out to all of us with these beautiful yes. crowns on our head. I yes. feel like we've all been able to find our own identity within mm-hmm. our hair. Um, I would hope that we're not dependent on the hair that we have on our head. If we yeah. needed to cut it off tomorrow, Absolutely. we could do that without hesitation. Yeah. yeah, but shout out to us, you know. I mean. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're getting to a place um, where we are um, celebrating our hair a little bit more Mm -hmm. um, and being proud and put a little bass in our voice when we Mm -hmm. stand up for, you know, our hair and what it means to us. But I mean, there's always an opportunity to just shout us out for, Mm -hmm. you know, the the beautiful crowns that we have on our heads. And now that the numbers are building, it's so much. I feel like it's easier for women, black women to take that step now. Yes. Because now it's becoming it's it's not even a trend. It's not a movement anymore, in my yeah. opinion. It's a, it's here. It's a thing. It's a yeah. thing. People yeah. like, like are you natural? Like honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. like I can't even and like there's nothing wrong with getting perms if that's still what you want to do. Yeah. Continue. Mm-hmm. But I can't even like recall like anyone that I know that that has one currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If right. I'm thinking the numbers it's are minimal high. now. Yeah. yeah. There's a few people I know that actually went back to perms. Yeah, I, see. I can't I fault them because, you know, they have specific needs that they want yeah. out of yeah. their hair. And it's like, okay, I get it. But it's not like by the masses anymore. Yeah. Even my yeah. mom, who's been perming Listen. her hair for all her life, is like, oh, I might go natural. <laughs> my mom just had that yeah. revelation like, I'm like Come on, this girl. year. Yes. She yeah. just cut off her hair yep. and mm-hmm. she is natural. We're I'm starting like, to impact yes, the older generation. Yep. The, the, one, the, in, the generation that has influenced influenced us up mm-hmm. until like we were able to make decisions for ourselves it's so ironic right. you yep. know like it kind of comes full circle like they no were way. the reasons that we were you know perming mm-hmm. our hair and doing things to our hair that weren't natural and now that we are embra- embracing our own now they're like they're oh. coming around yeah mm-hmm. it's so nice and yeah. it's so it's nice beautiful. to see like now people growing more natural now seeing like more kids yeah and like their parents starting to be like oh well let me just try and play with it a little bit more yeah. like actually having that confidence now to like actually like Figure out our hair. It's so yeah. nice. It's really, really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for sure. It, it takes time cause yeah. to figure out exactly what your hair needs and wants. Because your hair yeah. changes like that. Mm -hmm. I always have to go, I always have yeah. to like recycle like hair, new products. That hair like, journey is it not always linear. Changes. Yeah. It's not. yeah, I recently just straightened my hair and like now I'm like, oh no, what's going on with my curls? They yeah. Like different. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to take me a few, on yes, yeah. a few weeks to figure out what they want and need again. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the hair journey is very unique to the person yeah. that's, you know, going through it. And I feel like you have to really get to know your hair and figure out what's mm -hmm. best for it. Mm -hmm. And you can't follow, you know, what you see on social media yeah. to a T. Like there's things that you can take away from social media. But if your hair journey is unique to you, then that means you have to go out and find products that will be, you know, able to suitable, yeah. yeah, that are suitable to yeah. it's to a lifelong journey. journey. Yeah. It is. Can't it is figure it out on social changing. media. Instagram is not going to teach you yeah. everything. Neither is YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Figure it out, girl. Yeah, yeah girl. Take, Trial and error. Right. Trial take away a few and errors. boy and boy. Mm -hmm. We can't Absolutely. leave them out. Absolutely. The boys are getting on this too. And yes. they hair is so important. cute. I've seen mm -hmm. some some Instagram famous people, some Instagram famous boys who are embracing their natural hair yeah. and letting that shit grow Let long. Grow. Oh, it's so I nice. Stand. I wish yeah. I could name Even though some of them nation. still don't know how to put oil in their hair, but that's another conversation. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, this, they this isn't like hair on your head, but I'm here for the beards. Um, oh, you know, yes. Like, Are we okay? let's keep them beard. going. <laughs> you know? Yes. Let me massage your beard. Like... <laughs> Come on, Scotch Porter. Come on, Scotch Porter. Right, right, right. And you know, I don't know Taking, what it is. Taking care of your hair, black people. All oh, black people. Beard. Yes. yes. You got a little lint in there. Let me take that out for you. Let me get that little Want to wear a little silk bonnet? <laughs> <laughs> right. yes. I'm trying I to find. I see the little beer bonnet. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I love the pictures where I see like the... The girlfriend or boyfriend, husband, somebody's wife. Somebody's son. Right. I, well, I love Come that. Come on, somebody's son. I love when they have the matching, like, bonnet and uh, oh, do rag. Oh, do rag. Don't, so let, it, cute. don't so let it be cute. floral. I, yes. Don't let it be velvet. Okay. <laughs> Y'all fancy. Right? Yes, I want that velvet matching. Come on, somebody's son. Yes. But um, I know we've been talking a lot about natural hair, but I do want to open the conversation to you know, other hairstyles. Now that the natural hair movement is here, do we feel like we have to be natural? Do mm. No. Because I still feel like this. It's so, it's, it's funny because now that we're going natural and there's an acceptance for us to grow our hair out as it is, yeah. um, from the perception of other people, especially our own communities, it's sometimes as if, oh, you know, if you don't, uh, if you start straightening your hair or if you do wigs, even when you're natural, you're not natural. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, wait, I'm what still does that mean? right. Yeah. yeah, like you can't do different things with our hair, which we've been doing. Like Cleopatra was rocking a wig, y'all. She was. She was. She was. In, the, yeah. in Egypt, the kings and queens they were rocking wigs, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's almost this idea as if you wear wigs, or even if you still get weaves, although it may be natural underneath. You know, oh you oh you don't love yourself. I, I hear that all the time. Wait, oh, yeah. I'm trying to make sure I understand completely. So, though you're natural, but mm -hmm. you still wear wigs and protective styles, yeah. that somehow like because you're, you're not qualified, right? You're not, like, because showing, showing your yeah, yeah you're not, like, because you're not showing, showing your hair out, you it's like you're not fully. Oh, you don't really hair. love yourself. So, yeah, I see that, those comments. I on. think mm. what I would have to say to that is that I mean, you still have to protect your hair. Like you can't. Yeah. Wear, mm -hmm. I mean, you can if you want, and people do it, and it looks <laughs> great, and it's healthy. But a lot of times, like, people like to take measures to protect their hair. Like, you can't be mm -hmm. manipulating it all the time and doing different things. So you turn to those protective styles for that reason. Yeah. Um, and I personally, I am a fan of them. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I will go and get braids in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I'm actually itching for some right now. <laughs> right. So, like, I think that those type of protective styles um, give our hair an opportunity to grow, um, give our hair an opportunity to breathe, because a lot of times, yeah. like, we're touching our hair. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know when my hair is out, I'm like... Or people touching our hair. People touching but our hair. Tell, yeah, like, you have to know, protect yeah. it. But I you know what I think about when I think about this particular topic is the two woke syndrome, mm-hmm. where people oh, have, like, yeah. tapped into some unforbidden knowledge and, like, <laughs> all of a the sudden, they just know more than society in oh, itself. You woke, woke. <laughs> you woke, woke. <laughs> but then, like, at the same time, like, though they've tapped into, like, this um, understanding, this higher understanding, they start to, like, belittle other people. And that's yeah. what it sounds yeah. like. Because I don't, I don't experience that simply because like dreads are dreads, and like um, I won't say that our troubles are minimal, but I think we have different struggles. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So like, I think about that woke woke syndrome where you know, like you think you know something, and so they, therefore you start to belittle the people around you, and that's mm-hmm. what it sounds like. It's yeah. just, and it's like, it's not that you you know, and it, it started to become something that's. I would consider to be in vain, you know, like you've mm-hmm. learned this, this powerful knowledge of like what natural hair should be like yeah. and how you and should you're operate like me and it. you're shaming yeah. somebody yeah. for it. You know, that's what it sounds like. To right. Me. No, I agree mm-hmm. with that. We have to understand where people are in their process have, and what yeah. they're comfortable with and what they're not comfortable they're with. They're not you. And, ex- and exactly. they don't yeah. have your Oracle level of knowledge. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know, exactly. people, first of all, another tangent, but this woke culture if you think that you are woke <laughs> then you are not woke like in my opinion it's it's weird if in but vain. what i'm gonna say is you people you have to understand that you are constantly learning in life you know once you learn once you um, uh, once you tap into certain knowledge you just tapped in you're not done but the you're thing not is, done but some people think they're so woke and they've reached that level it's, it's not that yeah, you're just peak, learning right? but you're also teaching you're also mm-hmm. teaching because if you're just learning and you're not sharing that back with your people that shit goes in yeah. vain Come right? on and now. that's where I get so pissed off with people who swear like they get on these little tangents and they get on their soapboxes that mm-hmm. really like project this whole I'm better than you and mm-hmm. I know better than mm-hmm. you and you need to catch up rather than saying this is what I know and I'm gonna put you on game so you can live yeah. a better life similar to some things that i've learned rest right. in peace to nipsey hustle but like um Come on, i feel like yes. like i feel like that woke woke syndrome is because people are taking it in vain they're not using it yeah. and they're not bringing it back to their community to mm-hmm. empower them the way that they should mm-hmm. and i think about it in the same sense of natural hair like you know like you figure some shit out and i'm not going to say all of that because i know that I know that it's becoming very popular to do like these videos where you can like show the products that you're using, Mm -hmm. but there's still people out there who are very reluctant to tell you like what they do with their hair, how they do with their hair, because it's all for the clout. It's all for the the vanity of knowing better than others. Than the next. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. It's really weird. I'm sorry. But I agree with that, that woke, woke and continuous learning like yeah we're yeah. always we're always learning you're never not learning you just yeah. woke up a little right. bit awake little like bit. you're awakening yes awakening. you're awakening yes yeah. yes it doesn't count if you're not giving back though yeah. right Ooh, say that <laughs> when you say you're woke you're limiting yourself mm-hmm. honestly yeah you know but and hell we always put ourselves in boxes you know i yeah. i don't like boxes i don't fit in a box you know i'm a little thick you know it ain't so gonna come work on, hips come it, on hips hips, <laughs> hips. hips. Dips, curves, all and turns. all of it ain't gonna fit in that little gift yeah, box you got in the corner. Boxes, <laughs> but yeah, I just but you know to play devil's advocate here, 
it's hard. It is really hard because I was, you know, I went natural. A lot of us went natural years ago. But when I first went natural and I was trying to, like, get people, like, you know, let's start looking at this. Let's start yeah. doing that. People don't want to hear that. They don't. They don't want to hear that. They're like, I don't, mm, I don't know. But now that natural is the thing, now I feel like I'm the person to go to. Not I'm not the person to go to, but the people that know me. Like, oh, oh, yeah. How did you start? Yeah, right, right. Like, oh, you know, I've been seeing some of your videos. What you do? (laughs) And then you know, they, you know, certain things in life aren't free. And my time, come on, invoice, come on, invoice, consultation, consultation, exactly. But um, one thing I think we didn't fully discuss. We talked about you know how our men view our hair how our family views our hair and we somewhat dived into you know in our careers we didn't go too far into that but how do we think other how do we think other people view our hair um Mm. other people as in other races other cultures um you know i I shared my instance with and the lady that i spoke of at work earlier in the show um she was of a different race but and, and i'll share my opinion honestly i i don't get too many um I don't get much negative feedback from other cultures when it comes to my hair. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, yeah. and it makes me wonder sometimes that where we think that there are other people, there are some people that are like, what is that? Mm-hmm. But I, I have a feeling that most of the time we may think that there are people that don't like our hair mm-hmm. when in actuality yeah. it might just be us that have this perception yeah. that there are people against our hair yeah. when it's really you, you you fighting yourself here yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've had an experience I haven't either it's funny yeah. you say that though because at work someone had said to all of us in a big group setting um, he said to us a lot of times you walk into that room where no one looks like you and you think that everyone's looking at you but mm-hmm. in all actuality they don't care Mm-hmm. Like it's you that's the one that's making all mm-hmm. these assumptions. I think corporate taught yep. us to kind of and like relax these, on that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's us that's like in our heads like, oh, what are they thinking about my hair? And what are they thinking yeah. about this? Yeah. And the way I dress and the way I look. But, you know, there's you know, the thing is, is there's in our in our in our culture, in our community. I think there's just we have so many insecurities mm-hmm. that are getting pushed on us. By our, from our own people that we start to think that these insecurities that were pushed on us are what other people are thinking. Mm. Like, you know, for instance, some people will say, like, my mother, my grandmother will say, you know, your hair, why aren't you perming it and things of that nature. But um, we're, th- that was the insecurity of them. Yeah. yeah, they may have they projected onto they, us. they projected that yeah. onto us, and now we think other people are looking at us that yeah. way. Yeah. No, that's really just your own. Don't get me wrong. Unlearning. There's some people yeah. are unlearning. Unlearning. That mm-hmm. spider. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, this episode. <laughs> Man, we Man. unpack, unpack, unpack. We're unpacking. My gosh, mm. this we're is unpacking. great. Um. It's 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 very weird how we're perceiving the world. Don't, and I'm not saying this to mean that there aren't certain people environments that are not safe for us. There mm-hmm. are unsafe environments, you know. Um, when you have to, I remember crazy. Uh, I'm about to put come some, on. I'm about to put come some orgs out there. Come on. I went to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Um, excuse me, like the uh, um, conference that's in D.C. when I was in college mm-hmm. and. One of the criterias was that, you know, if you have dreads, you it ain't a good look. And oh, I can get into that with Hampton. Oh, psh. it was not a good Ooh, look. Funny. My mom went to Hampton, so maybe that's why she had some of these like 
Yeah, because at Hampton for the MBA program, at one point, it was like kind of national news at one point, but um, we they couldn't have dreads if you were in the program. Like one point, they mm. actually asked a student to like cut his hair that he had been growing for like years, and so all the students were just like, "Like, what do you mean? Like, it doesn't it doesn't affect." Are how people perceive us or how like we do our it work has if we nothing have to do with this program exactly it has nothing to do with us like it's just hair it's literally yeah. just the thing that just comes from my scalp and it's just like at least when I left Hampton I don't know if it's changed now but a lot of the administrators just have this like set mindset of like how you're supposed to look in like a professional yeah. setting mm-hmm. and so they're just like oh you gotta have to take that into like the business world in the business world there are more people with like dreads and like afros yeah. out and everything mm-hmm. else so it's kind of just like you have to like adapt. To the times, yeah. At least for the older generation, there's two things. There's two things. One, we were talking about that earlier. What do we define professional, or not what we, but what do corporations define professionalism? Well, what do we define? What do we define as professional for our hair? I don't like. I don't feel like hair per se. (laughs) I I think our view is going to be skewed. It's going to be very skewed because we we have a little bit of bias, given that we come from the culture that they have so much, you know, retaliation against. But like. There's a couple of things. It's like, what do we define professionalism as? And then, um, what did you, you were also saying that um, there was another part of that. Um, it was. Um, the, I mentioned about the, the older generation. Yeah. Like, kind of like learning to adapt to the new. Right. Well, not learning to adapt, but just knowing that like things are like changing in the corporate world. Yeah. And then also. Um, oh, oh, tattoos. That's I, was I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. That's where I was going. Because like it's two things. It's hair and, and it's, it's physical tattoos, appearance. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like I understand that there are certain corporations in which that you need to be like dressed to the T. I'm probably like Wall Street or like oh, yeah. shit similar. Mm-hmm. But like I'm talking about in like the thinking about. Industry? Right. Mm-hmm. Finance. Sure. Mm-hmm. Got it. But. If you're not in like those two industries, I feel like there should not be any strict regulations on how you look. I remember my first day of starting with our company and a guy walked by with dreads to his ankles. And I remember before that, yeah. yeah. And I remember before that when I was working um, in a retail store that's very similar, um, a girl came into our store with pink hair and tattoos from her chin down talking about, hi, I'm from Corbett and I want to ask you some questions today. I'm like, they're hiring people that look like you. Like, mm-hmm. so like, mm-hmm. I feel like your physical appearance has no indication of what you're capable of doing. Like yeah. if mm-hmm. you want to go and dye your hair, red, blue, pink, gray, whatever the color you want to do, like it's fine because it has nothing to do with like what you're capable of completing. Like you, yeah. you can deliver, you're able to be, you're competent. You yep. can interact with people. You can talk to clients, customers, stakeholders, whatever. The f- it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know why there's such an emphasis on professionalism from a physical standpoint. Right. And I think it also depends on like if you're like, you know, an African American or dark or hue mm-hmm. or if you're like Or a just white like person. a non traditional yeah. white person. Because yeah. who I'm thinking of, the the first girl, she was white, mm-hmm. tattoos from her chin down with yeah. the pink hair, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I feel like if you're just a non traditional forty year old white person, there's there might be discrepancies, but especially emphasizing black people um, and how we are portrayed in professional people, people of color, mm-hmm. yeah, people of different color. religions, yeah, yeah. So forth. But also, I think that we have to look at the root of it all. Where does it stem from? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, our grandparents, our parents, mm-hmm. they're thinking about it in the way that, in order to, I guess, elevate 
in order to get to kind of where we need to be, where we want to be, we have to assimilate. We have to look like those people. We have to look like. Yeah. Like right? that whole like working twice as harder. Exactly. Like so mm-hmm. like yeah. we can't give them any reason to kind of put us down. Yeah. Because I remember when I first started working, in my mom was like, you don't have to wear slacks. I was like, no, I could just wear, I could just wear jeans and a T-shirt and call it a day. Yeah. And she was like, so shocked. She's like, what do you mean? You're working at. But I think it goes all back to the perception. You know, we oh, media yeah. is so huge. Advertising marketing is so huge because we it will make us think what needs to be the status quo when that might not be the status quo. Uh-huh. You know, so that, it goes back and it goes entirely back to your hair because I think people are now starting to or especially women, uh black women we're deciding to embrace our natural hair because if you guys haven't noticed, I see like almost all the black women on TV, especially in the commercials, they have natural hair now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you'll have some that are still straining their hair, things like that, and that's perfectly fine. But, you know, there were levels to this natural hair movement. When oh, I started sure. to see it make oh, it yeah. to L.A. and then when I started to see us projected on TV mm-hmm. with our hair, I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is here to stay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think there's this perception. If we're constantly putting in our face and consuming mentally that, oh, this is what is on TV, this is what is accepted, um, subconsciously that will make us think that this is how I have to look. Mm-hmm. You know, And so if I see something on TV that doesn't look like me, I'm going to try to, not even TV, but media in general, I'm going to try to adapt to that. Or even in the magazines and things of that nature. If that if I don't look like that, then I something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's the problem. But now that we're starting to address that, you can be of different body shapes and sizes. You can have mm-hmm. different um, shades of For color, sure. and then your hair yeah. can be what it is and how it grows. And we're projecting that to people. There's more acceptance, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I think that's hugely why a lot of people in, within older generations are like, let me try this little natural hair thing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, there, there's other reasons, too. You know, there's other reasons. But I think it's all about perception because it goes back yeah. to that insecurity thing. Because I also think it has um, a lot to do with health, too, because a lot of articles were starting to come out about how oh, pearls are yeah. like starting to affect and like, oh, yeah. you know, thyroids and fibroids, which is like very popular within like black women and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Yeah, that's so, a huge problem for us. Yeah. I think it's another reason, too, because, like, oh, health yeah. concerns. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely <laughs> health concerns. Yeah. I remember I saw an article where a lady said she really thinks that the relaxers and perms she was getting was correlated to her getting brain cancer. Wow. Yes. Probably. Probably. I mean, if you think about it, those chemicals, just like how hair grows out, there's stuff that can seep through. Yeah. And that's very close to your brain. I was going to say, this is a thin, thin layer. Yes. Um, yeah. And your blood vessels are right underneath. So yeah. if that if those chemicals are getting inside of your we about to go down. Yeah. Come on. If the let's chemicals get are getting science. science. If you think about it, because you science. know, let's let's we're not in a perfect world. Not all yeah. stylists probably know how to you Properly, know, apply yeah. a, a relaxer. And then they yeah. have the at home kits perms. Oh girl, so that's people, how I lost my edges when I was like me. in uh what was it when I was seven or eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, my mom tried to be real fast. Mm-mm. And and so, and so when you have people that may not even be licensed or, or experienced doing this, you have to think sometimes those chemicals, if they're applied too closely to your scalp, mm-hmm. they could probably seep through the hair follicle, which is connected to a blood vessel. Yeah. And if those chemicals are getting to your blood vessels or even seeping through further, I don't know all the science behind it, but that doesn't sound right. It don't, right. it don't sound right. I mean, that look, sounds you like see what it does to your hair, the actual flying. hair follicles, right? Right. So yeah. we don't know what's going, what it's doing to the rest of it. I, yeah. Honestly, I never knew how people could do that. You just so sitting there in your hair frying. You like, never. Your, your, your I used fire. to be in pain, but they were like, "Well, I have to get it really straightening because my, my hair was thick." 
And like, they're like, no, you need to sit there. I'm literally just sitting there, like, clenching my teeth. Like, it mm-hmm. hurts so bad. So, how long did you have a perm? You said from your, the time you were, like, seven or eight till yeah, when? Yeah, seven or eight until, hmm, I want to say I stopped. Well, I went from getting whole perms to um, just getting my edges relaxed. Yeah, just, re- yeah. And then I stopped that completely, like, 2014. 2014? Yeah. Okay. Janae, did you ever have one? I had a perm up until, let's see, if I started college in 2011, I probably start, I stopped getting perms the time I started college. I don't mm-hmm. think I ever liked getting perms, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> what ended up happening, I have, I've always had like a thick head of hair mm-hmm. and I was living in Atlanta at the time. And for some reason that humidity didn't bother me until I mm. moved to Houston. And when I moved to Houston, my mom was like, oh no. Since I'm not doing your hair, so yeah. we're going to get you a perm, um, which is when I started. Um, but it didn't last long. Um, I when I yeah, so when I got to college is when I was able to start Making taking control, decisions. yeah, and yeah. doing my own hairstyles, which resulted in me getting weaves. I don't think I've gotten a perm, yeah, since college 2011. Yeah. yeah. So you started when you were in your teens. Yeah, I think I started probably when I was like 16, 17. Oh, see, look, you had a, a short. Yeah, yeah a no, short. It was short. Uh, my mom, my mom always had thing. my hair in like plaits, you know, like yeah. twists and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, child appropriate um, hairstyles, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. when we lived in Atlanta <laughs> and <laughs> it didn't, nice. it wasn't a problem. But like when we moved to Houston, which was probably around like 2007 when I was getting ready for high school, that's when it became a problem yeah. because of the humidity down there. Yep. So she was like, no, nah, we can't do this. But, um, yeah. yeah I, oh, and I also used to do the Alicia Keys braids. Oh, I used to love getting my... Man, <laughs> that was my vibe. I used vibe. to love those braids. That was my yeah. vibe. So yes. I didn't have perms for long. Yeah. But I, I just hated them, like, for the time that I did have them. They were... Because yeah. I couldn't understand the concept of not scratching your head 24 hours before. Man, yeah. And so... Oh and God. it would be time. And so I'd just be trying to get, like, a quick little scratch in there and then i would feel the shit out of that oh the next God. day when it was time to get yeah, that perm listen. you know it's the woes of women whoa <laughs> whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> all righty i i think we've talked about a lot of stuff here and i don't content. even a lot of content <laughs> so and the context the context i think we learned a lot of different things i think we we realized one that we look at our hair differently. Other yeah. people look at our hair differently. And we wear our hair differently. We I don't think we talked about that enough, but we wear our hair differently in different environments, yeah. too. Um, and also that I think we have a perception of how people view our hair, mm-hmm. although it may just be our own insecurity working against I us. I agree with that, yeah. So we talked about a lot of stuff here, but the identity of black women is so layered. Mm-hmm. It's so layered. It's, it's not... So- it's not something yeah, yeah. I, I can't even tell you what the identity of black women hair means in one sentence like that's yeah. a conversation yeah. in itself but but yeah I think that that's what it is like it's ever changing it's ever growing yes. like it's never stagnant nope so it always changes even um even though I feel like out of all of the um different experiences you can have with hair I even think that dreads as consistent as they are, you can still change it up as well. Yeah, so, you know. like I know people that shave them off and then girl retwist them back on and like, like do some really you can do cool wigs. crazy things. You mm-hmm. can do Marley twist. You can do, do just about anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
this girl that I know, she had dreads, and then the next day she had like box braids, and I was like, Go ahead, "Who are you?" <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, okay. We were supposed to close out, but you see how the conversation. Was oh, that was a closeout. Oh, it was. It was supposed to be like a little, cue the music, no, no, a little summary. All right, all right, yeah, right, right, right. yeah. Uh, cue the drums. Sir. Let's try it again. One time. Okay. Ew. Um, I've already did the summary of what we've talked about. Oh, this sounds weird. No. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to like a closing statement or something? Like At the end of, of the day, just do your thing. You know, yeah. wear your hair how you want to wear right. it. As long as it's, you know, not detrimental to your health yep. or your mental well-being, you know. But don't yep. let these people, don't let what other people think of your hair impact you. It's all about what you think. And at the end of the day, take the time to understand what you think mm-hmm. and and look at if you need to go through an unlearning process yourself because mm-hmm. attack your own bias exactly mm-hmm. exactly don't attack other people's biases who cares attack about them own. attack your own sometimes there's a quote and it says i'm gonna try to paraphrase uh sometimes you need to identify where you are the own poison in your life mm-hmm. identify mm-hmm. that poison and don't let that poison be the creamy crack i said it Here's a closeout music. I am not my head. Oh, come on, vocals. (laughs) Alrighty, well, thank you guys for coming in and participating in this discussion. It was great. Um, And thank you to everyone who's listening in. Thank you, Naturally Lit. Naturally Lit. Naturally Lit. Stay naturally lit. There we go.